I know a guy who lives at Hanalei on Kauai. And one evening, there was a knock on the door, and he opened it up. It was a neighbor asking for a, to borrow a cup full of sugar. And his neighbor was Jennifer Lawrence. No? Actually, it was Julia Roberts. Is that, is that better? No, I mentioned Julia Roberts to somebody this week. It was Julia Roberts, and they went, who's that? But it really was, it really was Julia Roberts. Some neighbors are more interesting than others and easier to get along with. But um, tonight, we're going to talk about being the best neighbor. And of course, it's not a suggestion from God. It's actually a commandment. The second greatest commandment. There's a scripture that I want us all to read together. It starts off with, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Let's read it together. Go. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? He replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You must love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the law and the prophets depend upon these two commands. And from the Jesus book, it's the same passage. Would you go back to the first slide, please? You may want to look at it in standard English as I read. A, teacher. From all the rules God will give us, which one, the main one? Jesus tell them, get love and aloha for the boss your God with all your heart and with everything inside you and with how you think. This is the first and most important rule God will give us. And the next rule is you like that one. Get love and aloha for the other guy. You like you get love and aloha for yourself. All God's rules and everything that guys who win talk for God win say come from these two rules. Not a suggestion, but a demand from God that we love our neighbors as we love ourselves. But it's hard. Um, Rocky was telling me about neighbors he had on his street in Nashville, Tennessee. And he said, the one on the right hand had two dogs, and we only saw him when he went out, in and out to walk his dogs. The lady across the street was the mean neighbor, but the one on the left-hand side, Mike, every night during baseball season, he would sit in his driveway, listening to baseball games on the radio, drinking beer, and inviting the neighbors over to join him. Some neighbors are easy to get to know and easy to love. But it, it doesn't give us any excuse about building relationships with those who are next to us. That's the meaning of neighbor, the other guy. Look from side to side and see who's there. Do you, do you know your neighbors? Right-hand side, left-hand side, cross the street, back in back of you. Maybe not. In this day and age, neighbors have become 
almost invisible. And that's why I just wanted to bring this 30-second video that we've been putting up on our website about children. The elementary schools are choosing the children that are not noticed uh, all that much by the other kids. Take a look at this. Yeah. Oh, where's your where's your little blower? Let's have it. Let's have it uh, in response. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Mel. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it starts with noticing people, seeing them with Jesus' eyes. Jesus separates the sheep from the goats, and he says. To those on his right hand, come, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the beginning of the world. Because when I was hungry, when you saw me hungry, you gave me food. When you saw me naked, you gave me clothes. You noticed me. And the righteous will say, what? When did we see you hungry? And he says, even as you did it for the least of these neighbors of yours, you did it for me. There's another scripture about noticing people. Please go to the next slide. You got that? Those who say, I love God, and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. After all, those who don't love their brothers or sisters whom they have seen can hardly love God whom they have not seen. Do we see pe the people around us, and is it really a test of our relationship with God? I, I believe it is. And so tonight... I just wanted to offer some humble suggestions about how we can get involved with our neighbors more, how we can actually see them. And it starts with filling in that blank in your bulletin. It says, notice them. And then go straight to the next part, the things that we need to know. We need to know what we have to offer. Now, in my neighborhood... We were always thinking, how can we connect with our neighbors? We went around at Halloween, knocking on the doors, collecting candy. But then Yuko and the boys and I went back to the same doors at Thanksgiving with cookies to give to them and thank them for the candy. Just something simple to make contact. And most recently, we had our house re-roofed. And you know when they do that, they have to bring in that huge dumpster to throw all the old shingles and rubbish into. Well, after they had filled it up and the job was done, there was still two-thirds of it empty. So remember, I just went around the neighborhood knocking on doors and saying, hey, get rubbish, get junk. You, you want to get rid of anything? Bring it on over. All I had to offer was like nothing, like space in a dumpster but it was an opportunity to get next to the people in our, in our neighborhood. And I, if we take home anything 
from the scriptures and from our conversation tonight, I hope we'll take home the idea to notice them and to think of what we have to offer them. Um, look at this slide here. Rocky Arnold with a fishy speared. Huge, right? More than he and Anadera and the boys can eat, right? Enough to share with the whole neighborhood, right? That is fake, folks. Look at the next slide. That's the real fish. That's, that is the real fish. <laughs> but it's a matter of perspective. Do, do we know, well, even Jesus could multiply that thing and feed the neighbors, but to know our wealth leads us to one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible. It's in 2 Corinthians. Let's look at that. Um, read it with me. God said that light should shine out of the darkness. He is the same one who shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay pots so that the awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come from us. We're not so great in ourselves. We're just broken people like everybody else in the world. But inside of us, we have a treasure, the living presence of Jesus. Paul says in Ephesians 5 that Christ will live in your hearts by faith. He abides with us. He tells us in John 15, abide in me and let my words... He lives with us and within us, and he makes us rich. We are wealthy, and we have so much to share. So we need to know our wealth. Fill in that blank, please. We need to know our wealth. We also uh, need to know our neighbor's names. Go to the next slide. Know their names and know their needs. All right, folks, it's group participation time. You already stood up when Danny asked you that question about a miserable neighbor. I'm going to get to that a little later. But um, we're neighbors in this community, right, right here and now. And I'd like, if, if you're willing, please, for everybody to stand up and then just please stand up and find a conversation partner, Greg, Mel, you know each other already. It's even better if it's somebody you don't know very well, but somebody you didn't come here with. Somebody that you have a chance to get to know. Find somebody and hold their hand up in the air so I can make sure everybody's partnered up. Where are the pairs? Hold the hand, hold, grab the hand and hold it in the air. Okay, great. First come the names. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want you to, I want you to say what the girl says in the video. You can put the hands down now, okay? I know you guys are enjoying that, but hey, do you remember what she said to the invisible boy? Hi, my name's Kimmy. Nice to meet you. Would you please say to each other, hi, my name's Kimmy. Nice to meet you. Go. Go. Do it. Do it. Yeah, Kimmy. 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 
See, that's not so hard. Now use your own name. Hi, my name's so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Go ahead. You got the names? Got the names? Okay, listen to this. Pause for a moment and think of a real need that you have that you can actually share with this neighbor of yours. Now listen, we're all needy. And that's the power of our faith that we've asked Jesus to come and heal our brokenness and fulfill the deep needs of our lives and to make us whole. And so think of a need that you really have. You need to get that last paper in this week because uh, school's almost over. You need to find a real good present for your husband for Father's Day. You need to... <laughs> you need more sleep. You need less coffee. No, no I'm serious. I need, I need to spend more time with the Lord. I need to... Okay, you know what your needs are, but we don't express it enough. And people are a lot more interested in knowing our needs and why we need Jesus than telling them why they need Jesus. We have to be in touch with our needs. So go, share a personal need with each other. Do it now, please, go. One, one more minute, one more minute. Make sure everybody gets to share. Okay, 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 5, 3, 2, 1, stop, and please be seated. that next week that we'll reconnect here on, on Friday night and that you'll see your friend and call, call your neighbor by name and say, hey, how's it going with that job search? How's it going with that heart problem? How's it going, you know, uh, with your pesky neighbor? Um, and if we practice neighboring well in this community, it may actually liberate us to be 
the best neighbors and to be better, better neighbors. It takes guts and it takes a desire to really be involved with our neighbors for Jesus' sake. So I'd like to, to ask you to fill in the last two lines. Well, the next to the last one is uh, two intruders to be reckoned with. Two intruders that, that might show up on your doorstep and knock on your door. I've got two scriptures in mind. And the first one is in, uh, in the Gospels, and this is Jesus speaking. We've got, it, we've got it up here. The first intruder is the pesky neighbor. Um, and Jesus tells this story. He also said to them, imagine that one of you has a friend and you go to that friend in the middle of the night. Imagine saying, friend, loan me three loaves of bread because a friend of mine on a journey has arrived and I have nothing to set before him. Imagine further that he answers from within the house, don't bother me, the door's already locked, my children and I are in bed, I can't get up and give you anything. I assure you, even if he wouldn't get up and help because of his friendship, he will get up and give his friend whatever he needs because of his friend's brashness. So fill that line in. This is an intruder into your life, the pesky neighbor or the brash neighbor. Are you with me? If you don't take the initiative and go to your neighbor in love, God will bring that neighbor to you at a time and in a way that you least expect and that you probably do not want. <laughs> Proximity is opportunity. Being next to someone is the chance that we have to be real with them and to love them as Jesus would want. And remember, Jesus disguises himself in the needs of other people. Okay, so it's in a... It really is a spiritual encounter when your neighbor asks for your help. Help them. And this is Yamamoto. Yeah? Oh, my goodness. We had a very elderly Japanese lady who lost her husband. They lived on the upside of our house. And she was needy. And also, she came with certain requests that made us very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Hey, you know what? We always say, oh, if you're comfortable, do this. If you're comfortable, do that. Jesus didn't say that. He said, love your neighbor. I, I command you. It's the greatest, second greatest commandment. Love your neighbor. He doesn't care about whether we're comfortable or uncomfortable. And Mrs. Yamamoto didn't care when she had those stomach problems and when she came over with a suppository and asked you to, I, I won't go, I won't go. <laughs> Sorry, but take that as the most extreme case that could possibly happen. And, and believe that you will have incredible opportunities to love your neighbor. We tried to do everything for her. She wasn't strong enough to push her lawnmower, so the boys and I, after mowing our own grass, would go over and mow her grass. And um, one day after school, John came home from IAI Intermediate School, 
and heard some moanings from next door. He just walked over and saw that old Ms. Yamamoto had tripped and fallen and had been unable to get up. How long she lay there, I have no idea. But she said, John, help me. He was in the eighth grade, and he knew enough to put something soft underneath her head, to put a little bit of shade over her and call 911 and get her the help that she needed. Our son saved our, our neighbor's life. So um, let us be brave enough to get involved in the lives of our neighbors. And then one last thing, one last point. How am I doing on time? Uh, this, I'm just going to finish with this. You hear another knock on the door? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens to me, I will come in and eat with you and you with me. Who said that? Who said that? Jesus. He himself, Jesus himself, put that on the line for the intruder. Jesus wants to get all the way into our hearts, all the way into our lives. And as I close in prayer, I'm going to ask for courage and willingness to get involved with our earthly neighbors. And I also want to pray for the courage that it takes to allow Jesus to come into the depths of our lives. So will you please close your eyes and join me in prayer? Dear Jesus, we, um, we have a hard time with this because uh, this is not theoretical, theological religion. This is personal, loving involvement. We want to be intimately involved with you and welcome you into our lives and then allow your power in us to reach out to the neighbors who you already know. You know their names and you know their needs and you want us to go to them. So I just pray that now we will make a new resolve to be more intimate, more personal with you than ever before, to eat with you and you with us. And it will be more courageous about loving our neighbors in your name.